So hello everyone. Um, my name is Brandy Rahim. Um, I think this is like my third or fourth group. I'm excited to be here tonight with you all. Um, in the previous meetings, we have been talking about um, the entrepreneurial journey um, and mental health um, and how those two, you know, intertwine and pitfalls and just ways to stay healthy and afloat um, as you're running your business, whether you have just an idea or whether you have a full-fledged, full-functioning business. Um, I am a licensed therapist um, for any new people on here. And um, so I talk about mental health a lot. Uh, my business is called Heal You, Whole You, and it focuses on healing um, the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Um, and so I touch on all three of those and how we can have them all align um, so that we can be our highest self and, um, you know, live in our purpose. So um, the other day, I actually was with a client, a therapy client, and she was stressed about, um, she was stressed about her business. Um, and so it gave me some ideas for where we could go tonight. Um, she was, she's a massage therapist and people are like canceling their membership because as we know, gas is high. Um, and so, you know, when people are start, they start to cut costs, they usually cut the extras, right? And so she was losing clientele. And so uh, we really talked about how to pivot um, when there are major life changes or when, you know, things go on in life and how when you have a business, you have to keep up with the times, right? And so I thought tonight it would be great to talk about ways to pivot and remembering your why. So I think that's where I'm going to go tonight, unless people have questions or there's something specific that um, anyone want to talk about, I can touch on that. But I really was going to flow with uh, my talking points for tonight because I think it's important to um, anticipate those things and you know plan for them so that when they do come it's not such a shock and it's not like oh no what do I do um, which is what me and her did the whole session we basically planned ways that she could pivot her business to cater to maybe a different clientele or uh, ways to keep her current clientele, like incentives for them to like stay customers. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I wanted to go tonight. As always, I want you guys to be as engaged as you want to be. So if you want to like type something in the chat or like put your little hand up, I will try to pay attention to that. And um, if I'm overlooking anybody, like just holler and be like, there's a question in the chat or something like that. But um, yeah, I think that's where I really wanted to go tonight because I thought that that was a, a good topic. And with the times now, you know, I think we need to be preparing for that because, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, um, there's no, pen well, I'm not gonna say there's no pension, but there's no like PTO and like short-term disability or, you know, there's not a lot of, um, grace when it comes to like funding or like if you lose your customers you know you have to have to shut down your business which is very scary and nothing that none of us want to face but it is the reality for a lot of entrepreneurs and so I really just wanted to um I wanted to go there tonight so on the slides um 
there is a slide about knowing your why. If we could find that one, that would be a great place to start um, for me tonight. Okay. Is this, is this it? Yeah, I thought there was another one, but this might be it. This might be it. Okay, okay. yeah, you can go back. I think I didn't went too far. Hold on. Yeah, this is a good one. All right. Um, so yeah, I first want to do like a check-in with everyone. So if we could have everybody like type in the chat how they're feeling today, and this can be a word or this can be like a number between one and 10. I just want to like fill the room out. Um, so if we could do that, or if anybody wants to just come off of mute and say like how they're feeling today, how they're showing up to this. Um, I'll go. Um, okay. <clears throat> I've been um, having pretty good, I've been doing pretty well recently. Like I've been really, uh, okay with mentally i've been in a, in a good space so um i was excited about tonight one thing i have been struggling with though um i don't know if that's what you asked but one of the things i have been it's like i just the summertime comes i get the kids i get the kids for the summer and it's like i'm trying to do everything i'm trying to fit everything into these few little months um so catching myself doing that, trying to reel it back in. But overall, I'm doing well, um, no complaints. Been, been productive, been staying like balanced, not too, you know, far into in one direction or the other. So um, I'm doing well. <clears throat> okay, thank you for sharing. And then in the chat, we have um, Shani, who says that she is okay. So I'm gonna take it as like a five, like not good, not bad, just I'm okay. Um, so thank you for that. Um, does anybody else wanna check in? I just like to give people time to like take a breath or breathe or, okay, we have Miss Nisha Epps, who's also okay. Um, I think I'm showing up today um, in gratitude, like I'm, just excited about my next chapter. And so I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm just been thankful a lot today. So that's how I'm showing up. Um, I know it's hard to like get on meetings and, you know, being, I'm sorry, y'all. My kids are here. They usually aren't, but they're here. So excuse me. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, I want to do better with checking in uh, with just to fill the room out. Um, so that I'm not like, guys, talk. And you are like, I'm not in the mood. So <laughs> it's just, you know, that's just letting me know, you know, am I going to be doing more of the talking or is this going to be more engaging? Either way, it's totally fine. Um, but I did just want to check in. So uh, Kim, Kim, and Kim is uh, watching the live. She says she's a five. Kim Williams Bryant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sure she's listening. Yeah. So that's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to have us take three deep breaths together and then we will tap into our, um, going back to our why and pivoting our business. So, 
Um, you can close your eyes, you can keep them open. Um, I just want you to get in a comfortable position, whether you're seated, laying down, whatever you're doing. Um, if you can have your fingers spread so that your fist is not clenched, um, wiggle your toes a little bit, um, get your shoulders away from your ears. And we're just gonna inhale deeply and then we're just gonna let it out of our mouth. And if you wanna say a or a, you know, some type of audible exhale, that's great. And we're on mute, so do what you do. All right, so we're gonna take a deep breath in. Hold it at the top and let it go. All right, again, inhale. And let it out. And our last one, deep breath in. Let it go. Just to get us present, present in the moment and ready for, ready for our class. All right, so um, I want to talk about the reasons why it's important to know your why. Um, there are times when you may feel discouraged. There are times when you may wonder, how did I even get here? What am I doing this for? This is crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, a lot of times when we're anxious, sometimes we can't center ourselves, which is why it's good to stop and take some deep breaths sometimes. Um, we get so wound up in work or in just life in general, kids, uh, like Alan stated, my kids are here for the summer. And so that is a change. Um, and I'm trying to get in all these things in a short amount of time and, you know, still run a business, still take care of myself. And so in times like that, sometimes you may have to go back to your business plan or back to your sheet of paper or back to your laptop, wherever you wrote down your business plan and say, why did I even start this? How did it come that I wanted to start this business or how did I start working here? And um, in those moments, it's important to go back because a lot of times it's a good story. You know, we as black folk, we are good for having a, a good story, you know, so we may ask like, well, you know, how did you start your business? Where did that come about? And it may be like, well, my grandmother cooked and then my mom cooked. And so then I start cooking. And so again, if you're stressed, you're having a bad day, or you're thinking about, I'm, I'm quitting, I'm closing my business. When you go back to that why and be like, dang, this is my grandma's legacy, you may have a change of heart. You know, you may be like, oh, I can't let grandma down. I forgot, okay, I'll, I'll be back making dinners tomorrow, or maybe I'll take a week off and I'll come back. But I think a lot of times when you remember that why, that's what keeps you going. That's what keeps you motivated. So if you have a story or you have a, you know, there's a, a reason that's meaningful or sentimental. Um, it can bring you back and get you back focused. So it's always important to know your why. Um, and so if people want to even write in the chat, like, why did you start your business? Or why do you want to start your business? Or if you have a career, you know, what drew you to that career? Was this family? Was it generational? Uh, was it because you wanted to help people? You know, sometimes businesses are started because people had a bad experience and 
it brought them to their purpose, which turned out to be a business. Um, I know for me, um, I went through a divorce. And so I had to think about, man, like I climbed my way out of that and start working on my healing. And that's how Heal You, Whole You came about. So it really started from a dark time in my life, but it has brought me so much um, joy and it's really shown me what my purpose here is, you know, on earth. So again, when I have times where I'm like, oh, forget it, you know, I'm going to get a job or whatever. I think about why did I even start this? I wanted generational wealth for my kids. You know, I wanted something to leave them, you know, as African-Americans, we don't always have something to leave. You know, we have GoFundMe's or fish fries, and I don't want my kids to have to worry about that. So I'm hoping that my kids continue this business on and whatever they want to make it. They don't have to be therapists. They don't have to be doulas. They don't have to make teas, you know, all the things that I do, um, but whatever it is for them. Um, and so I want to break generational curses and create generational wealth. That's also a wise mind. My business also allows me to spend time with my kids, to be at home with them when I need to be, show up to school events and things like that. So my why, I have multiple whys. And when I say like, I'm gonna get a job or, you know, the clientele ain't good this week, I think about, why did I start this? Oh yeah, I wanted to be home more. So I can't go get a job because my availability will be limited again. So it's just always important to remember your why. And so if you don't know that, start, start today. Think about that, you know, get you a post-it note or a piece of paper or a journal and ask yourself, what is my why? Why do I want to do this? What is this going to bring me? What are the benefits? Um, Alan said he was a felon and couldn't find work. So yeah, a lot of people start businesses because of that. Like, you know, I'm gonna do my own thing. I don't want to be limited. I don't want to be told how much I can make. I don't want to be told the hours to work. You know, I have kids and I don't want to miss out on recitals and, you know, concerts and Christmas plays or whatever it is. So it's very important to know why you're starting. Because if you lose sight of that, then in hard times, you're going to be like, I don't even know why I started this business. That was crazy. That was a crazy idea. I'm going to go on about my business. But if you're, you know, if you can remember that story or that time and be like, man, you know, look how far I've come, look what I've done, that is going to keep you going when you say, oh my gosh, I don't have any clients. Oh my gosh, business is not booming. Um, you know, are we going into a recession? Like, you know, am I, I'm going to, am I going to lose my business, which is a fear sometimes, um, which is again, why in the slide I asked, what is your sustainability plan? This is what I mean by that. What is going to keep your business afloat? If there is a recession, if your clients do fall off, if you have to move locations, you know, sometimes there's unforeseen circumstances. If you have a storefront that you're renting and they say, we're renting this out or we're moving or they don't want you to renew your lease, what is your plan? And so some people might be like, I have to move out of my storefront. I'm over this. What am I going to do? you know, go back to your why and then get that spark lit again of like, I can't lose this. This is my baby. This is my bread and butter. I've worked hard for this. I'm not going to lose it. And so for my client who said, you know, nobody's coming. My salon is far. Nobody wants to drive out of here. 
because um, gas prices are high. And so I asked her, I said, so how can you pivot your business to cater to your target market? And so what we decided or what she decided by the end of the call was that she was going to start being a mobile masseuse. And so instead of people coming to her because she's far and she was losing people because they were like, I, ain't, I can't afford the gas. She's going to leave her suite for a while and she's going to get her table and her oils and her candles and she's going to drive two people. Because what excuse do you have if I be like, oh, I ain't driving out there and they be like, oh, I'll come to you. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> saving me gas, and I get the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, you have to be creative. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. This is, um, this is a really scary market that we in, as far as like just the economy, the recession. And once you said that, it's like, as soon as you mentioned gas prices, I just, my whole body just changed. Like, I, cause it's a real thing, and I'm, and I have, I have work, I have employees, and I'm concerned more about their gas, you know, because I know they got to get to work every day. So, uh, one of the things that I have to remember um, is that there will be times they can't get there because of gas, and I, I might, and I might have to pay them a little extra bonus, you know, um, give them gas cards for the week, things like that. Um, though you know just the just the tone um of a, of, a, of like what you're hearing in the news like the market the economy is everything recession like all these 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 negative words as it as it relates to to the, to the to the business world are like swirling a lot and i know um how i manage how i stay busy or how i stay productive and in business is going back to the roots. When I say that, I'm going back to like it's a it's a quote that uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon he likes to say day one week one. So like if you were starting your business today, what are the things that you would have done? You know, or this is the first week of your business, like that energy, that excitement, that enthusiasm, that creativity, um, that's the energy that you got have to keep going because in in a market when everything is good. Like we get comfortable, you know, when, 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 you know, when business is good, we got a lot of clients, things are coming and going our way we're we're comfortable and there's no real need to pivot. There's no, re, there's no, you know, immediate need or no immediate threat to your, to your, to your bottom line or your profit. But now it's like, um, it's getting scary and people are failing. I've seen a lot of people go out of businesses, like local businesses, like storefronts, um, a staples, like not small companies, just small, like staples. People that have been, like it's a, it's a seafood restaurant, probably a seafood, it's called a, uh, it's a market house, like a fish house, fish, mar uh, fish market. So it's like they sell fresh, fresh fish and crabs and shrimp and stuff like that, straight out the uh, bay, gone. And they've been there since like the 60s or the 50s, gone. So <clears throat> you see that and you're thinking like, man, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I wasn't built like them. You know what I'm saying? I know my bag ain't heavy as theirs is. So, you know, what does that leave me? So for me, I just remember what works. Go back to the things that work, double down on the things that work and, you know, all the extra stuff that you was doing. So for me as well also, so that's on the business side. And, but, and on a personal side, I cut everything. 
Like I've been just like trimming the fat, just not, not necessarily because I have to, but because I'm, you know, I'm just preparing because I don't know what this economy is going to do. So um, I definitely uh, agree that this was definitely a great topic for this evening because it's very important to remember that why, because as you're, if you're, if you're in that situation where you do end up scrambling, trying to figure it out, you got to know that why, because if you don't, that's like your true north. If you don't, you don't have no direction. You could basically end up doing anything. Um, but <clears throat> I would just, I'm going to end with this. I'm, I'm going to say work, doing what works, what worked in the past, or, you know, consulting people who've done it, done, done what you're doing, figuring out what works for them, consistently doing those things, especially when it's, when it's like crunch time like it is now when it's not really time to be trying nothing new, like trying a new marketing scheme or, you know, I'm gonna drive something new, like go back to the roots, go back to the things that's work and start stacking your bread. That's what I'm gonna say. That's it. Save the money that you can, save what you can, you know, do free fun stuff and, 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 and focus on your bottom line. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you made some really good point, points and it made me think about um, the pandemic. We can use that as, you know, an example of businesses having to pivot. You know, I know I have a friend who owns a boutique um, and it was doing very, very well. But when the pandemic hit, we were on quarantine. You know, we weren't supposed to be out. And so she didn't open, she couldn't open. And so what she did was she took all her clothes out of her boutique and rented a pickup truck every day. And she partnered with two other boutiques. So two other women that did the same thing, probably sold some of the same outfits and all three of them put their clothes together, went in on the pickup truck so that it was split three ways. And they would pick, they would go to a parking lot every day and post on social media. We're here from two to six, come get your outfit. Now where anybody was going, I don't know. But she said that she, that was how she was able to keep her business afloat. People were still coming to buy earrings, purses. Now again, where are we going? We on quarantine. But for some reason, you know, we on quarantine. We didn't have nothing to do. We, what were we doing? Online. And so what did she do? Get online every day. Hey, I'm at Kroger parking lot. Pull up, pull up. We got, you know, two for 20 outfits and blah, blah. And so it really, you know, made me think like, yeah, you got to get smart. And sometimes you may have to humble yourself and make your competitors your friends. Because instead of me renting this truck by myself, now I'm splitting it three ways. And then we're, you know, everybody has their own style. So it don't matter if you come to me or go to old girl my customers are going to come find me. And so it was really cool to see them all three collaborate and come together. Like, we got to get this money. We want all our businesses to survive and do well. And, you know, once the pandemic was, well, I ain't going to say it's over, but once things start opening back up here in Cincinnati, she still, she has her boutique. And now the two other girls are in there with her that everybody just has their own little shop. And so I just thought that was pretty cool. And so those are things we have to think about if you know there is another pandemic or a recession or you know business is just slow what ways can i be creative and still keep my business afloat you know maybe i do have to leave the storefront because the overhead is too much but what can i do can i you know post up in my car you know i think about the lincoln lawyer i don't know if y'all have seen the movie with matthew mcconaughey but he was a lawyer he didn't have no office he rode around in his Lincoln. He hired a driver. And so, you know, we have to find ways to be creative, no matter what that looks like, because the business is you. 
people gonna mess with you on the strength that it's you and so it's not your business sometimes it's just your personality I know for me you know people don't care they're like okay zoom if you in your car like I've had to do therapy in my car and they, they don't matter because they come in to see me so they don't care where I'm at you know if I'm at a coffee shop if I'm in the car if you know wherever I'm at because I'm my business and so we have to, you know, sometimes humble ourselves and be like, well, you know, I don't have a big storefront and I don't have business cards and, you know, I may not be there yet, but I'm starting from the bottom like the Lincoln lawyer. I'm riding around in my car, you know, with, with a hotspot on and I'm getting to it. I got clients to see. Today, I went to the library and rented a room because I'm in transition. I'm actually about to move out of state. So I don't live in my house. I'm staying with family. But guess what? I still got clients that want to be seen every day. And so, you know, I don't want my kids all in the background. So I went and rented a room at the library for four hours. I blocked off four hours and went into a study room and met all my clients today. So again, you have to find ways to be creative when, again, if you're in transition, like I technically don't have a, a home. I'm staying with my peoples. So I had to find, I have to find places. Sometimes it's me in the car, propping my phone up and getting on Zoom. And we having a session. And like I said, my clients don't be like, girl, are you in your car? Sometimes they're in their car. Sometimes they're at work and they're in the break room. You know, so you have to be able to be flexible and to meet your client where they're at. You know, I have clients, a lot of them have kids. So they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, my kids in the background or I have to feed. And I'm like, do what you got to do. <laughs> do what you got to do. Um, so it's very important to be flexible and to be creative and to think. How can I keep my clientele? How do I keep my customer? And know that everybody's not your customer. That's another thing I had to realize. Like, I can't take everybody. But the people that are my target market, they gonna find me wherever I'm at. If I'm doing a panel, they come in. You know, if I'm doing a speaking engagement, they're there um, because they're my client. That's who my services are targeted to. And it's mostly Black women in their 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, and so that's who shows up for me. And like I said, they don't care where I'm at. Sometimes it's Zoom. Sometimes I'm at a coffee shop. Sometimes I'm on a panel somewhere. Um, but what's for you, you know, is for you. And you just have to know that you are the brand. Wherever I'm, I go, I'm my brand. I'm representing my brand. So am I wearing a shirt with my logo? You know, I have a shirt that says like somebody's therapist that I like to wear. So when I'm out, people are like, oh, you're a therapist? Okay, you know. Um, I also have a shirt that says like black doula. So people might ask, what's a doula? Or like, oh, you're a doula? Okay, I know somebody pregnant. So you just have to be your brand. You know, it's not much I have to do. I don't do much marketing. I don't, you know, do much social media. Now, again, when the pandemic hit, I had to pivot. I was on social media every day, all day. This is the perfect time to go to therapy. Everybody's stuck at home. We dealing with our trauma. That's really when my business grew was during the pandemic because everybody was stuck in the house with people that they probably didn't really like. And they had this <laughs> And so people were like, I need therapy. I want to go to therapy. My mama needed, you know. And so that was really an opportunity for my business to grow. And that's actually how I was able to leave my full-time job. I was able to leave my full-time nice. job because of the pandemic. And so, again, we have to look at times like this and say, how can I use this to my advantage? And although I hate that people were sick and dying, it really was the start of my business. You know, I tell people that like the pandemic did wonders 
for my business because I didn't have to go back to work. We were supposed to be back July of 2021. And I put my two weeks in before the return to work day. I said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I had too many clients at that point. And so, again, we have to find times like that and say, how can I be creative? How can I meet my client where they're at? Maybe they can't get out the house. And so am I delivering stuff? You know, if you cook dinners, are you now driving the dinners and charging a delivery fee? Are you putting yourself on DoorDash or a Grubhub or, you know, where you can get stuff delivered to people? Um, is it just a more of a social media presence? So now, you know, I had to start doing classes on Zoom where I used to do them for my full-time job. When I became an entrepreneur, I said, well, I'm going to still do the classes, but I'm going to do them under my LLC and I'm going to just put a Zoom link up so anybody can get on. So I started doing support groups for mental health through the pandemic. Like I was really able to use the pandemic like, oh, we're all stressed. We're all lonely. We're all isolated. Let's get on a Zoom call and, you know, play a game you know it's a way to connect with people and that's what we really lost in quarantine so again how can you make the system or life or society work for you no matter the ups and downs does anybody have any questions any comments is this like yay this is great is this like this is boring let me know yeah she she does well with feedback everyone um, and then I know some people on Facebook as well. If you guys have any questions, you can post them in the chat and I'll be able to share them on here as well. So um, we have about, what to say, eight people on tonight. So if you guys have anything to say or, you know, you she before a couple of you guys weren't here. So when we first got started, she had just wanted you guys to check in with a, uh, like a one through five on how you doing or how you, you know, you can just post it in the chat um, or you're more than welcome to, Unmute yourself and uh, tell us how you're doing to introduce yourself. It's up to you. No pressure. <clears throat> no pressure. Kim, Kim on um, Facebook said, this is great. I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> Thanks, Kim. We appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Thanks for tuning in. And Brandy, do you want to, um, is there any particular slide you want to touch on or? Um... Um, I was really just thinking about, um, again, going back to having to pivot mm -hmm. your business. Um, you know, so we talked about knowing your why and ways to be creative, you know, when we pivot and um, just knowing that it's okay. Because I think to, um, you know, Black entrepreneurship is not something that's so common. You know, like we're still the minority. We don't own a lot. And so Black-owned businesses really are up and coming. Um, and so I just want everyone to be encouraged that no matter where you are in your journey, that keep going, keep going. And I know that, you know, there may be a time where you have to rebrand. You know, I've had a client who was like, oh my gosh, like I've been in business for seven years and now I have to start all over. And, you know, she wanted to change her name. She wanted to change her logo. At one point she had a partner and then she didn't. And so just knowing that that's part of the journey too, like if you have to start all over again, like maybe change your name or change a service that you offer or change a product, maybe you have to change an ingredient. Um, 
to know that that is okay and that is still progress. So even if you have to, you know, shut your website down or stop taking orders or stop making products and take some time to start over, that that is still part of the journey. Because when you look back, you can be like, man, remember when we first started, we were called this and then we didn't change the name to this. You know, um, I have a friend who has a cupcake business <laughs> and she um, she started with one name um, and then she changed she changed the name. You know, her why was the same, but the, the, the direction that she was going, she wanted to change. She wanted to be more healthy. Um, she would go to vendor events and markets and people would always say you don't have no vegan options like you know everybody's doing you know trying to get healthier now and you know everybody doesn't eat egg or you know whatever she's using and she was like vegan like no these are cupcakes like you know and she got to a point where she was like yeah somebody literally asked me every day when are you going to make vegan cupcakes and she was like so I guess I have to figure out how and she did. She had to go through a couple recipes and she had me try them. So she's like, okay, I want you to try the regular one, try the vegan one and let me know the difference. So she wouldn't tell me which was which, you know, and I had to taste both and tell her, you know, my feedback. And I really couldn't tell no difference. Um, she's like, I got to try applesauce and, you know, I got to try tofu and I got to try all these different things that she had no idea about. But guess what? She kept trying until she got a recipe that worked for her. And now she sells, she knows, now she offers a vegan option. So again, there may be multiple times in your business where you have to pivot. And that is just a part of the game, you know, but I want us to be prepared for that. Because again, coming into entrepreneurship, a lot of us are first timers. So we don't, we don't have a business that's been passed down from mom or grandma. Some of us are the ones starting, you know, our businesses. So we're first generation entrepreneur. And so I don't have anybody to ask. I can't go ask my mom or my dad or, you know, anyone in my family because I'm the first to like leave my full-time job and be self-employed. Hold on, guys. Um, so yeah, when you're the first, you know, sometimes you have to do a lot of trial and error. You know, I've had to change my name before. Um, I had been in business for two years and I was like that name don't work because it makes people think that I'm only catering to mamas it was called empowered mamas and you know as a therapist I'm like I don't want people to feel like if you're not a mother that I won't take you and what if you know men want to start coming and so that's where heal you whole you came from you know I started my business as empowered mamas because I was a you know I started as a doula but then as I added my mental health support and my herbs and um, things like that, I was like, I gotta, I have to make this cater to anybody. And so, I, you know, I changed it to Heal You, Hold You. So I had to go through the whole LLC name change and go to the bank and change my business account. And, you know, I was just so discouraged because I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> I've already been in business, but <laughs> it was something that I had to do. And there, there may come a time where, Heal you, hold you doesn't work anymore. Mm. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm so okay with that. Um, I think time, you know, a lot of times we're afraid of change, but change is so good. It's so good for us. And it shows you how strong you are because, you know, you can, you're not folding under adversity. It shows you, you know, it shows you what you're made of, builds character. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to, to really mention that. Um, so, um... <clears throat> 
when it comes to pivoting and um, just adjusting and adapting, I've been in my business recently. Um, <clears throat> there's some marketing strategies that I just didn't want to implement anymore because of they work, but the uh, their ROI is just low, where it used to be higher. So what I'm saying is I used to could spend two or three grand, say, say three grand on this particular strategy, and I can expect to get, you know, a decent amount of clients. Now it's not, I can deploy that same strategy for the same money, but the clients aren't coming in at the same rate. So it really forced me to like change. <laughs> and that's been working. And I'm talking about a strategy that's been, I've been using for a decade. Like this stuff been giving me clients for 10 years. It's just clockwork. Um, and then it's just, it just started to, it just not, it's just not as effective as it used to be. Um, what did I do? I, like I said, in the beginning, I went back to the basics. Um, I went and listened to, not necessarily listen to my own training, but just thinking about some of the stuff that I've been teaching um, <clears throat> because I teach so much. And I, just because I'm teaching, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm doing it that way exactly at the moment. So uh, it was a strategy that I taught a few years ago that I went back and re-implemented and it's working like a charm. And it's really, we've been having a lot of success. And like Brandy was mentioning earlier, she said she was turning down clients. Like I'm at a place now where I can't take any more clients. When like just a few months ago, I was worried about where my next client was coming from. And it just came from me having to change. And, and she said change is good, but it don't feel good. Like it's very uncomfortable. It's very stressful, very like nerve wracking. Um, just because you don't know, I had to, you know, I went and bought some new marketing materials, some um, folders and different things that I usually haven't, I usually don't buy in this, with, in this, in this quantity. Um, so I, and I wasn't sure that it was gonna work. You know, so it's like, you go spend three or $4,000 on a, on a particular strategy, and with hopes that that shit might, you know, they're just going to come back, but it just, there's no guarantee that it will. And that's just business. But um, having the faith and the confidence and the know-how, you know, just from doing it and just, you know, being consistent and just paying attention to the industry, it worked. And that's just, you know, I'm just a testament that change does, it is, it, it can be good and it can be very good, but it's going, it can be very difficult and very hard. And the most difficult part is to convince yourself to go ahead and do it. And that, that's what it took for me. And, and, and believe it or not, it didn't take long for me to see that it worked. So it wasn't like it took me weeks and weeks and weeks. Once I made the purchases, implemented, you know, and went out into the marketplace with the strategy, um, we got instant results. Like enough, not, I ain't gonna say instant clients, but I got results uh, and, and great feedback fast enough that I knew that this was gonna be a strategy that I can keep implementing. So if I don't, if I do something and I don't get no response, uh, I, that doesn't mean I necessarily won't do it again, but it's going to make me not, you know, rush into it again. So by getting that early response, um, <clears throat> it, it really excited me and it allowed me to uh, double down on that strategy. So now I'm, well, I'm in a good space, whereas now we're finding, we're, we're looking, we're, it's harder to find caregivers, workers than it is clients. So that's not a bad problem to have. <clears throat> Right. That's a really good problem to have, but you wouldn't have knew if you didn't step out there and try, you know, we don't always know that it'll work. 
but we have to be willing to try it. And that's another thing about being an entrepreneur. You got to be scared, but you still got to do it. You know what I mean? We, we can't let fear paralyze us. So to be like, oh, I'm scared. Oh, I don't know. That's okay. Do it scared. Do it anyway. You know, it doesn't mean that because you try something new that you were all confident about it. What matters is that you still gave it a shot because truth of the matter is stuff don't work all the time. You know, I don't get clientele from marketing. So, you know, people are like, you don't post, you don't post. I don't because when I do, it really doesn't matter. Like I had spent money on ads and I hadn't got any clients from Facebook or Instagram. So I stopped paying for the ads. My clients come from word of mouth. And so I realized that like, yeah, if I keep my clientele up, that's how I'm getting more people. Oh, I told my cousin, oh, so-and-so coming. I had, I'm gonna tell so-and-so, you know, or me doing speaking events out in public. A lot of my clientele come from that. Oh, I saw you speak or, you know, I watched a video, some stuff like that. And so again, there may be a time where, again, I'm not able to be out and about doing speaking engagements. And so then I do have to start my Facebook ads again or getting on social media more, being more active. But there's a time for everything. So what doesn't work now doesn't mean you throw it out. It may not be for right now, but again, you may come back later and that be the one that's getting you all the products or getting you all the services, the customers, the clientele. So you just never know. And that's why it's so important to be um, fluid. It's so important to be flexible. It's so important to be like, I'm gonna try it. I don't know if it's gonna work, but I'm gonna try it. Because if you're like, no, I've been in business 22 years. I've done everything the same way. And this is how it's gonna be. You're gonna have a hard time. Just like people who were like, we accept cash only. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Because now everybody has a card. Nobody cares around cash. So, you know, my daughter's in gymnastics and they only take cash and they lose people because who's going to the ATM every week to pay y'all? Y'all need to get a machine, get a square, get something. You know, so sometimes you have to change even when you don't want to because maybe your customer has changed. Maybe society, the times have changed. You know, we got a coin shortage. So I go places and they'd be like card or exact change. We don't have no money. You know, what can you do about that? You, you know, you have to be flexible. You have to humble yourself and say, look, I got to go ahead and get a machine because we ain't got no money. It's a coin shortage. Everybody paying with card. We got to get with the times. Um, technology is the same way. You know, I know older people who are entrepreneurs and they like, oh yeah, mm -mm, I don't do that Instagram. I don't do that Facebook. I'm going to do word of mouth and pass out flyers. Okay. Go ahead, because if we on quarantine, <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> do? Because you're not going to find anybody standing on your porch. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to learn, you know, and that's the thing about your business. You have to be willing to learn. I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty good therapist, but I still have to do trainings because guess what? More and more people are facing their childhood trauma. More and more people have anxiety. Just a second. Um, but yeah, more and more people are facing their stuff and I want to be able to keep up. I want to be able to grow as a clinician and meet my clients where they are. And so I also have to be willing to learn more and train and, you know, get licensed in different things, different treatment modalities. Um, even in the doula world, everybody's wanting a home birth with a pool now. So I plan to take a water birthing um, certificate class so that now I can provide the, the uh, birthing pool and show up to the house and know how to change the water and all this stuff. So you have to, you're going to be 
ever growing, ever ever changing, ever evolving when you run a business. That's just the fact of the matter. And you can fight it. Like I said, I've been in business 22 years. Okay. Go on here with that. Because if you want to stay in business for 22 more years, you may have to be flexible with some things. And that's okay. You know, Um, it works for some people like McDonald's. They haven't had to change anything. They don't, they haven't went vegan or plant-based, but Burger King was like, we got to start doing something, you know? So now they offer the impossible Whopper, you know? I heard KFC's offering impossible chicken, which doesn't sound good to me, but again, they like, well, shoot, everybody else offering other options, we do too. So sometimes you see even in big corporations, now McDonald's, they probably have been like, you know what, we the same. You know, they bring the McRib out and then the McRib is gone because that ain't, that ain't doing it, you know? Um, but again, you got to be willing to try stuff. You know, Taco Bell had to start serving breakfast because they probably was like, all right, people ain't out late night. You know, I think people like Taco Bell because you can go at two o'clock in the morning. Well, again, they probably were losing workers with the pandemic, losing customers. Okay, what can we do now to stay afloat? Okay, well, now we got to start offering breakfast. So um, again, it's important to watch the climate of other businesses, even big ones, because, you know, how do they pivot? Absolutely. What are they doing? Very yeah. important. Yeah. You can learn a lot from other companies, definitely. And it, like you said, it don't have nothing to do with it, and they don't have to have nothing to do with your industry. You know. Um, but yeah, that's uh some good stuff. Um <clears throat> is there anyone else have anything for the evening? Um glad we got a we got a nice group this evening this is pretty good for us um hope you guys got getting something out of it and can appreciate the information uh, yeah i was just gonna say uh real quick i i've okay. been in and out but um this was good confirmation for me today because i've been trying to get back to my why for a minute and today had i had a really good day in processing and thinking about that so just coming in on this call I really wanted to talk about self-sabotage, but I, I had a visitor to my house. But um, but yeah, so I just wanted to say it's just it's good confirmation for me. And I'm gonna go back and listen to the uh the recording later. So thank you. Talking about your why, yeah. Okay, thinking you. about that. Appreciate it. Yes, no problem. Thank you. I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that they came to you when it did. Because, um, yeah, it's so important to remember to go back. I think we're in a society where we're all about moving forward and producing and being fast and, you know, getting it out there. And, you know, we got the hustle mentality and I sleep when I'm dead and I'm in grind mode. And, you know, all that is fine and dandy. But sometimes we got to stop and be still and be quiet and, you know, get the messages that we need, you know? So if you're always moving, you know, how can God or your source even get to you to say, hey, slow down. Have you thought about this? Or, hey, slow down. Do you remember your why? And so again, if we're always moving and I don't sleep, I sleep when I'm dead and I'm grinding 24 seven. And if you sleep, you ain't hustling and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Check in with your blood pressure, if that's what you're doing, because I'm pretty sure you're not healthy. <laughs> You know, you're not healthy if you're moving like that. Sometimes it's okay to be present in the moment, which is like why I like doing the deep breath 
and the slowing down, which is why today I didn't want to talk so much about, you know, producing and how to keep your business, you know, successful and all that, because the truth of the matter is it's not always going to be successful. That's what we want. Of course, everybody. That's why we start. We want to be successful, but we can't forget about our failures. And I don't even believe in failures. I think they're learning and growth opportunities but we can't have success without failure. There is nothing, no successful business that's out there that hasn't had some type of setback or some type of failure. You know, um, there's, some, I can't think, there's something or someone that invented something and it was like the 30 second copy that was the actual patent. I can't even think of what it is, um, but it was like they had 23 or 32 patents before they got to the right one. So again, you don't know you know, you don't know what's the it product or the it thing. It may be changing. Again, you may have the best cupcake around, you know, and then people want the, the, the strawberries dipped. And now you're like, well, now I got to figure out how to dip strawberries because now people won't dip strawberries with their cupcakes. So you might have to learn. You may have to stop for a minute. I'm not taking orders this weekend because I'm going to take a class on how to dip sweets. And so I really want to emphasize that it's important to sometimes slow down and to sometimes pause. You know, if you can afford to, maybe you got to close your doors for a week. That's okay if you have, again, the money, the resources to do that. You may have to ask some family, hey, can y'all work for me? And I can't pay y'all. You know, sometimes we got to humble ourselves. Can you work my booth for me? Because <laughs> I have something to do. And no, I can't pay y'all. But when I come up, I got y'all, you know? Mm -hmm. No doubt. Um, maybe we can barter. Maybe I can't pay you in cash, but, you know, I could cater your next event for free or you know, you just have, again, be creative um, and, you know, have you a team, have you a mentor? I mentioned that in the slide that we started with to always have a mentor and it may not be somebody in your same industry. It may be, you know, my mentor was from P&G. She had, she knew nothing. She's like, I don't know what a doula is. I don't know what, what a therapist does, but talk like she was lost, but it didn't matter. She was the best mentor because she could speak to the business side. She could look at my website and be like, well, if I was trying to book a service, I'd be lost because your tabs are not in the right spot. I needed that feedback. And it didn't matter that she worked for P&G. She had the eye, you know, she had the eye for it. And so um, it's so important to have that mentor. Again, a passion mentor, which is they have that they're in the same industry as you. And then a business mentor. So maybe somebody who is not in the same industry, but they have the business mindset. So they ran a company before unrelated to yours or like mine. She was, she had retired from P&G. Um, and so that is so important. And again, like Alan said, I, sometimes you got to look at a, a corporation and learn from them. I don't sell food, but I always watch McDonald's because I'm like, man, they never lose nobody. I don't care. And we know that the stuff hurt our stomach. White Castle, we know it's going to mess us up. Well, I'm in Cincinnati. I don't know if y'all got White Castle, but we got White Castles here. And everybody knows it messes your stomach up. But people still go. People still get them little burgers. People still eat McDonald's. We know we didn't watch Super Size Me. We didn't watch all these shows that talk about the blood pressure and how McDonald's is bad. And guess what? Anytime you go to McDonald's, it's a line. So you be like, well, what are they doing? You know, the golden arches. What is it? Yeah. You know, we have to learn how to get our clients. You know, when you walk in Target, you smell popcorn. You know, like, did you think about that? Like, they be trying to get you when you walk in the door. It smells like popcorn. That's not, and I don't even be seeing them sell popcorn. 
half of them, the, the food stand is closed. So I'm like, they are smart. You're going you gonna to see a Starbucks. So you're going to smell coffee or popcorn or both. But that's, that's, that may be it for them. Because I go to Target and I don't even need nothing. I'm like, oh, my kids don't let me go to Target for an hour. That's my self-care. But what I do, go in there, smell that popcorn. Now I done smell popcorn. How is that related to me spending $200? I don't know. But I go in there and spend money that I did not intend to spend because I don't went in there and smell that popcorn. You know, so it's just like, you gotta, you gotta, that's some smart, that's some good branding and some good marketing right there. So I'm like, well, what can I do to entice some people? I want people salivating when they walk in my shop um, and wanting them hungry. So again, we have to be, creative and in order to get your creative juices flowing in order to pivot in order to learn how to change we have to be willing to slow down we have to be willing to take a step back and say okay what can I do different let's go back to the base basics how did I even start this business how did I come up with my name what do, what do I want for it what's my sustainability plan um and so yeah we have to be willing to slow down be in the present moment not two years ahead not going back to when my business failed but right now in this moment what can i learn what can i change how can i grow how can i be flexible what is my why what am i willing to do what am i willing to risk you know because everything's a risk too right and so i'm scared but do i do it anyway do i trust you know do i trust god or the higher power that i believe in and am I sitting in a position where they can prepare me for what's next? You know, we got to have, you know, our faith in our business as well. We can't do it alone. And so how are we inviting that into our lives? And that's whatever you believe in or whoever you believe in. It doesn't matter. Um, but again, that mind, body, spirit connection. Is my mind right? Am I thinking positive? Do, am I doing positive affirmations? Am I expressing gratitude? The body, am I sleeping enough? Am I giving myself rest? Am I eating properly? Am I eating McDonald's every day? You know, and then my spirit, what's my prayer life like? What's my manifestation life like? Am I journaling? Am I, you know, writing stuff down and sleeping with it under my pillow? Whatever your magic is, whatever that is, are you doing that? That's how you keep the mind, body, and soul aligned. That's how you heal the whole person, you know? And so again, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Anybody have any questions, comments? Yeah, you got all my uh, turkey. Get my goddamn turkey. So I guess we're gonna wrap up. If there's no um, <clears throat> there's no more questions or comments, anything like that. I think we got a chat here. Let me see. Okay, good. Quincy said, this is all good stuff. Caroline Cotton on Facebook said, uh, I appreciate the discussion today. The info was useful. Some Something to think about. Some things to think about. So, um, some good stuff there. Um, I'm glad everybody joined us this evening. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to come back within the next month or so. And um, that's it. I don't know if Brandy has anything else to say before we get off of here, but Thank you, Brandy. Appreciate it as always. No um, problem. Thank yep. you all for tuning in. There's my info, so contact me if you need 
any additional support, I have added a, a call to my website. So if you just want to chat with me, maybe pick my brain, ask some questions, get some feedback, um, there's a Talk With B session on my website. Oh, wow, great. Um, so yeah, if you ever just want to connect, like, look, I don't need therapy, but I just I just got some ideas or I just want to talk. Um, yeah, book a Talk With B session and you get an hour of my time to just talk about whatever you want to talk about and hopefully I can be a support to you. So um, yeah, <laughs> that's what's oh, yeah. up. Get it. Stay connected. And if not, I will see you all within the month. All right now. Kim says she'll be contacting you. Okay. All right. Good. I look forward All right. to it. All right, Kim. She heard you. Well, yes, she heard I me. I'll be looking. I'll be All looking right. For you. Take it easy, Brandy. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. Night. Yeah. Bye.